Good evening, and welcome to Midnight Audio Theater, the weekly show where we feature new and original audio dramas, be they adventure, mystery, sci-fi, or comedy. I'm your host, Kathy Ranella. And hello, fellow audio drama files. It's that time for an hour of audio storytelling, but first, I want to quick say I hope that all of you are staying safe and warm this evening. Uh, If you're in the U.S., there is a 90% chance that you've been experiencing a lot of the winter cold this week and possibly suffering through it. If you are without power, please get to a safe space as soon as you can. Stay bundled up and warm. And those of you who are unaffected, please reach out to help those who are if you can. Stay safe, everybody. Now, on to tonight's show. This evening, we have a story about a town that is fired up and not in the warm, sunny kind of way. The Miseducation of John Mark is about struggle within the fictional city of Eastwood, where its citizens are angry and divided after the death of an unarmed black man by a local police officer, which leads to protests and threats of violence. When one activist, John Mark, steps forward to try and get both sides talking, he is swept up into something far bigger involving the politics of Eastwood and the people who are set on seeing things go their way. This story deals with themes of civil unrest, racial tension, gentrification, police violence, and political extremism, all while hoping to incite conversation and suggest solutions to solve these issues. The content and the references in the story will likely hit home for many people. In this work, both actors and sound designers bring the passion and emotion of these issues to life, and the writers have been thorough in bringing as many different character perspectives to the story as possible. The miseducation of John Mark opens our ears and minds to issues that we should not let disappear into the background, issues that are still terribly commonplace and need to be addressed. While the story echoes recent events, the production has been in the work for over four years, created and cultivated by Joshua Williams. Regarding the series, Williams states the message that he hopes to get across. It is to love your neighbor as yourself. If we did that, it would be easier for us to solve issues plaguing our world. The first episode of The Miseducation of John Mark was released in November of 2020 and has been regularly updating every few weeks since. Their season finale comes out on February 28th, so now is a great time to go to their website or your favorite podcast app and get caught up on the first seven episodes before the sure-to-be-stirring conclusion is released. You can also find out more about the series and the production group behind it, C-Space Media, at whoisjohnmark.com and c-space.media. But now, it's time for me to stop talking and for us to start listening. This is The Miseducation of John Mark, Episodes 1 through 3, The Man on the Ledge, Who is John Mark, and The Trial of Officer Collins. Enjoy. What's good, Eastwood? You're listening to the one and only DJ Flavor! Thank you, thank you! No, please, ma'am, I'm only a humble DJ. Let's not get crazy here. But in all seriousness, if I can be real for a second, do you guys mind if I'm real for a second? I just gotta speak my mind real quick and I gots to know, is it just me or is the world like legit crazy right now? Listen, I can't be the only one feeling like things are getting out of hand, you know? What's going on with our country? 
shoot, man, what's happening to our city? Cops, protesters, everybody out there yelling. I tell you, I ain't never seen anything like it. Listen, y'all, it's like I said, I'm just a humble DJ. I don't have the answers. But what I do have are the dopest beats and the chillest tracks in Eastwood, and I'ma keep trying to do my part to make the world a little less crazy. As always, Eastwood, keep it real and stay safe, especially if you happen to be going by City Hall tonight. It's chaos here in front of Eastwood City Hall as waves of protesters are flooding into Founders Park. In the aftermath of last week's tragic shooting of Devon Watson, an unarmed black man, another in a long line of similar police shootings, protests have been steadily escalating the past several days in response. Tonight, Mayor Bigsby is set to be the deciding vote on whether the city will pursue criminal charges against the officer involved. The protesters are now converging in the park center and... Look over there, I think I see... Yes, that's Kai Banks over there leading the chant. Let's see if we can get a statement. Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me, excuse... No! Excuse me, sorry, sir. I was just trying to talk to Kai. What are you doing? Get that camera out of my face. Amar, she's just a reporter. Let me talk to her. Hi. Thank you. Apologies. Do not fault him for his passion. I think it's fair to say you've got a lot of passionate people out here tonight. No, ma'am. More than just passionate. Frustrated. We are sick and tired of seeing our young black men massacred by an uncaring system. How many more have to die? How many more of my brothers do I have to lose before people start listening? No more. We've had enough. We are sick of it. And we're out here because we are tired of waiting and hoping for things to change. It's time to shake this city up. So is this what has inspired you to come out here tonight and organize these protests and even start groups like your Wildcats organization? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, absolutely. Now, certainly, people have been critical of you and your rhetoric and even your forming of the Wildcats. Some local commentators have even accused it of being anti-American or even communist. How would you respond to these accusations? Across our history, they and their kind have always criticized black voices for speaking up. They did it with Martin. They did it with Malcolm. They did it with Fred Hampton. And now they're doing it again. They may call us every kind of evil. They may slander us. They may call us criminals. They may lie about us. But I have faith that among my brothers and sisters across Eastwood, there will be no such confusion. And how would you respond to the criticisms of recent protests resulting in damage to local shops and businesses? We are fighting a war for the heart of Eastwood out here. Collateral damage is unfortunate. But when words fail, I cannot help it when my people take action. It's him. He's coming out. Mayor Bigsby. Justice for Devon. Mayor Bigsby. Kai, look. It's the mayor. Look. My message is simple. Where's the accountability? Where's the justice? Justice for Devon. Justice, justice for, for Devon. Devon. And there you justice have it, Eastwood. Devon. Kai Banks in his own words. He has gone back into the crowd, and there seems to be a general movement of the protesters out of Founders Park and over to City Hall where we are seeing just a wall of police officers standing arm to arm in front of the building. 
As we heard a moment ago, Mayor Bigsby is allegedly leaving the building for the evening, and the crowd of protesters now seem eager to hear if the mayor has anything to announce. Stay back. Where's the mayor? Justice for Devon! Defund the police! That's close enough. Everyone stay back. Behind the wall of officers, there appears to be a car and... Yes, that's the mayor, and it looks like he's speaking with the city's chief of police, Ricardo Ramirez. Let's see if we can get a statement. Mr. Mayor! Mr. Mayor, I'd like to get a... Hey, back up. I'm with a presser. I just like a word with... The not taking questions at this time. You need to step back. The mayor is not taking comments at this time. We're going to move now to the other end of Main Street now, though, because it looks like... Yes, there is a new group of counter-protesters approaching City Hall. This group seems to be here as a show of support for the Eastwood PD. Cops over criminals! Back the blue! Back the blue! Let's try to get a statement. Back the blue! Back the blue! Save our streets! Excuse me, miss. Can I get a statement? What sort of statement? I'm with the local news, and we just want to hear your perspective on the protests. Sure. My name is Sarah West. I run a nonprofit and manage a political commentary page, and I'm out here because our local police need to know that there are still people that stand by them. So, is this what has inspired you to come out here tonight and march with these counter-protesters? Absolutely. We want to see the city return to normalcy. And how can we do that if the police aren't allowed to do their job? Don't get me wrong. It was a tragic thing that happened to Devon. It was. No one's denying that but we can't tear down the whole police department over one tragic event. On the other side, the protesters say they're advocating for justice, for change. What do you say to that? Oh, I don't think this city wants the kind of change those people want to bring. They say they're out here for justice, but they're really anarchists. I'm not interested in what they say. Look at their actions. Look what they've been doing to the shops and small businesses up and down Main Street. All the smashed windows. These rioters want to dismantle the institution that has faithfully protected us for years. If the police get defunded and restricted like those lunatics want, how are they supposed to serve and protect? How will they be able to protect us if they can't even protect themselves? And how would you respond to critiques that we should hold our officers accountable if they make mistakes? But see, they don't want to hold police officers accountable. They just want to get rid of them. They think all police are bad, but that's just not true. I know plenty of police officers. My cousin is with the force. He's a great officer. My uncle retired with highest recognition. I even know Chief Ramirez from church, and he's a great guy. This city has gone crazy if it thinks we need to get rid of the police. Back the blue. Back the blue. Thank you for the commentary, Sarah. And speaking of Chief Ramirez, he seems to be coming up to the line of officers with... Yes, I think he has an announcement. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, citizens of Eastwood, if I could. Let's see if we can get closer. Everyone, if I could please get your attention. Where's the mayor at? Show us the mayor. We don't want to hear from you, pig. Where is Mayor Bigsby? After much deliberation, the mayor has... The mayor has decided to make his decision tomorrow. What? Is this for real? Are you for real right now? Now please disperse in an orderly- F the police! Black Lives Matter! Yeah, tell them, Amar. Please disperse. Don't disrespect!
disrespect the chief like that, you thugs! Who you calling thug, white boy? The two groups seem to have taken their attention off the wall of police and are exchanging words and... Bottles! Someone just threw a bottle. Everyone, please! Shut up! Racist pigs! Communist murderers! Okay, come on. We need to get out of here. Hold on. Let me just... Gary! Oh, okay, okay. All right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Chief, it's gonna be a riot. I know. I've got backup coming. Until then, we gotta hold this line, or else who knows what could happen in City Hall. This way, down the sidewalk, between the cars and the park. Where did that come from? Enough, Eastwood! Hey, look, uh, up there. What? Do I have your attention? Up there, the, the old church steeple. There's some guy up there. He's he's waving around a traffic flare. Who is that? Someone broke into the church. I said, are you listening, Eastwood? Are you listening? Because I don't think you are. Half of you aren't listening, half of you don't know how to be heard. And all of us are going to end up destroying each other unless we deal with this. Who does this guy think he is? No one! I'm just a guy who's sick of the fighting. Who's seen enough hate and distrust in this town to last an eternity. This doesn't have to end in more violence. We're not mindless animals. If any of you want any sort of peace in this city, we're going to have to all come together and work this out. Starting fights, yelling at each other, ain't the way to do it. If your brother, or your son, or your daughter were killed, wouldn't you want justice for them? Wouldn't you want to see the case investigated? How would you feel if they were killed and everyone assumed they were guilty? These people are hurting. These people are sick and tired of injustices in this city. And it's your responsibility to uphold them, to, to strengthen them, to fight alongside them. If this cop's actions are wrong, he is a threat and shame to all good cops out there. There are no good cops. Yes, there are. There are so many men and women every day that wear that badge to protect and fight for the innocent. To answer the calls that no one else will. That much is true. But when an unarmed man purposefully says he wasn't doing anything wrong and ends up getting four shots for a broken taillight and the officer's not immediately brought in, that is wrong. There can't be liberty and justice for all until all men are treated equally. So what are you saying then? I'm saying that I stand for justice, but we're going to have to do it right. If you people want to beat each other to death, then just get it over with. But if you actually want to solve these problems, I'm inviting you to meet me back here on these church steps tomorrow at six for a conversation. We're going to actually listen to our neighbors. And then we're going to clean up Main Street. 
Everyone here, every person under the sound of my voice can make a difference in this city. Can make a difference for the better. Wow. Man, who, who is this guy? Hey, who are you? My name is John Mark. And I'll see you tomorrow. Woo! Mic drop! My man's mic drop! Listen, 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 listen up, Eastwood! I don't know what y'all are smoking right now, but I want some of whatever that guy has. I mean, there everyone was last night, about to start a brawl, when out of nowhere, swoop! Homeboy pops up on a church steeple, like he Moses or some stuff, and starts talking. And you know the crazy part? Seems like people actually listen. Right? Right? I just, I, I, I can't, y'all. I can't wrap my head around this one. I got so many questions. Nah, forget that. I just got one. Who is John Mark? Thank you for listening to The Miseducation of John Mark. Episode one, The Man on the Ledge, was written and directed by Joshua Williams and Michael Salas. It was produced by Evan Carrington and Joshua Williams. Sound design and editing by Joshua Williams. Starring BK Dawson, Jackie Adonis, Cameron Peters, Adrian Justice, Christina Connerton, Vio Soriano, and Trayvon Foster. Additional voices by Matt Smith, Joshua Williams, Joanna Williams, Isaiah Smith, Aaron Vaughn, Michael Salas, Chris Corkolo, Andrew John, Anna Kate Hall, Trewan Coles, Michael Lake, and Jim Brannigan. Music by Cosmic, Noir et Blanc V, Elephant, Christopher Mo Diffelson, Pompus Nasilius, and the John Mark theme was composed by Caleb Childress. The Miseducation of John Mark is a C Space Media production. All right, my Eastwood peeps, I know tensions are high and y'all are feeling hot over the recent events, and I for one don't blame you. Seems to me that Eastwood is in desperate need of answers, and now is that time, folks. Here's what I want answered. Who is John Mark? Hey, Carla. You're on the line with the one and only cool cat, DJ Flavor. Lay down the deets of last night. There are no good cops. This Mark dude, or whoever he is, is just another cloud chaser. Where does this dude even come from? Who, who is this man? Whose mans is this? What has he ever done for the community? What, what has he done? I've never seen him in the streets before. For all I know, he might be a cop, okay? In plain clothes, trying to start something, and then blame it on us protesters. 
Intriguing take, my man. So could this John Mark be an undercover narc? I don't know. The way he spoke sounded like he might be on to something. Nah, I think he's just pushing an empty civility politics agenda. Protests can't be peaceful no more because cops are out of control. Look, Eastwood don't need more cops killing its people, man. We need change. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. And may that change come soon. Next caller, you're on the line. What's the good word? Is this John Mark right? Who is he? Yes, I agree with what y'all said. We need change and we need it now. But that other caller doesn't know his facts. This John Mark is legit. I've seen him around my neighborhood, helping people out. Just last week, he was working at the View Street Soup Kitchen. Wild, so this John Mark cat might be an undercover cop, a guy chasing the limelight, or a soup kitchen saint. Oh, the mystery surrounding the man just keeps growing. But thank you, caller number two. I right, call number three. What you got for me? What I want to know is, who is he to speak for us? Several voices went unheard after the cops forced us away from City Hall after this John Mark guy made sentimental comments. What right did he have to say what he said? We were out there and we had plenty to say. But that guy stood up there as if what he was saying was more important. Cops don't respond to sentiment. They respond to the power behind the words. Power is what we would have given them last night if that John Mark didn't hijack our platform. Ah, uh, yeah, I can understand how some of you may be angry that your voices weren't heard. But let's not forget that this is about justice for Devon Watson, not for who was heard and who wasn't. We all want to speak, shout if we can. But one thing my mother always taught me it's what we say and how it's said that matters. All right? All right? All right, ladies and gents, that's all the call time we have today. We'll be continuing this convo on the only platform where politics and opinions rule. Be sure to hit me up on Twitter at that smooth cat DJ flavor. Let's wind it down with some sensual beats and groovy tunes to light up the mood. You hear that? That is the sound of people who have no clue what officers, good officers, go through every day just to protect the livelihoods of citizens. The police are not to blame when someone makes a mistake. We all know the law. But when you resist, make unnecessary movements, or attack, the police have a right to react in order to protect themselves. And to talk about the safety and enormous responsibility police officers carry, I have on the line Chief Ramirez of the Eastwood Police Department. Good morning, Sarah. What can I do for you? My viewers and I would like you to tell us about the events that led up to Devon Watson being shot. I mean, Officer Collins must have been provoked. I'm afraid I can't go into detail about that night. But can we at least presume Officer Collins, with his long-standing service to the community, would not have shot Devon Watson unless he had no other choice or felt that his life was in danger? <clears throat> Our officers put their lives on the line every day, and there's no telling what may or may not occur every time that we answer a call. We go by protocol, first and foremost. The people need to understand that. Exactly. You've heard it here from the chief himself. The police have these procedures to ensure that incidents like the shooting of Devon Watson were done by the book. 
Someone has just texted the line stating that <clears throat> the police have no control over what other people will do. If we as citizens adhere by the law and give the police the respect that they deserve, then situations such as this wouldn't happen. Chief, would you like to respond to that? Miss West, please understand that I can't say- Chief, the people need assurance. Protesters have made Officer Collins out to be the villain when he was simply doing his job. They only see what they want, cry the race card when one of their own is at fault, and refuse to look up the facts. <sighs> That's what I'm getting to, Miss West. As of right now, we don't have all the facts. But these protesters are shifting the narrative their way, making it racially profiled when there is no grounds to do so. My viewers want to know, is Officer Collins still working at this time? Uh, no, not at this time. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Sarah. It seems I'm getting a call. I I've got to go. Of course. And thank you for your time and service, Chief Ramirez. This is why it's so important for the citizens to understand that protesting against the police, against an officer who has valiantly served his city, only disrupts the peace. This John Mark speaks of justice for Devon Watson, but where's the justice for Officer Collins? He has a family to support. No one ever thinks about that. I call upon you now, my loyal followers, to help Officer Collins in his time of need. At the end of this video is a link where you can make a donation. Let's band together to ensure that Officer Collins and his family are taken care of like he has taken care in protecting our city for years. Let's hope Mayor Bigsby does the right thing and ends this disruption of peace to our beloved home of Eastwood. Until next time, I'm Sarah West. Thank you for joining me. Any day this week, Ramirez. Please, take your time. I apologize, sir. I can explain. Mayor's office, please hold. Mr. Mayor, the Small Business Council is on the line. Not now. Tell them I'll call back. Okay, sir, I'll tell them. Explain? Explain what? You put us, you put me in a bad spot. I need the next two months to go well. <sighs> With all due respect, Mr. Mayor, the people won't back down quietly. They're angry that nothing has been done. If we don't handle this, give a statement or a signal that we are investigating, it's only going to get worse. So now I have to clean up your mess, Ramirez? You expect me to go out to that mob and try to talk them down? They want blood, Ramirez. My blood! Actually, the protesting has calmed down since last night. What? They... Protests? Who said anything about the protests? That's still your job. I'm talking about the press. They'd skin me alive if they could. So, how do you propose we fix <clears throat> this? We uh, conduct a third-party investigation. Have an outside, unbiased investigator. Lay out all the facts, discipline Collins as needed, and calm everyone down. You think that'll work? I think it will get us answers. And I hope that the people of Eastwood will be reasonable enough to accept them, no matter the outcome. And what if that outcome dictates the city of Eastwood press charges against your officer? Then we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> And what if, uh, say, a certain mayor who's losing his patience and his sanity with all this questioning and prodding and shouting all day, every day, 
decides to expedite the process and just cross that bridge right now, ending this headache for all of us. What then, Ramirez? Mr. Mayor, I stand by my officers. If Colin says- Oh, don't give me that thin blue line crap. I don't care what your officers say or what those screeching protesters are saying. I care about results. If there's no evidence, your boy walks. The people can't complain after the court does its job. And I can go back to chugging Diet Coke instead of aspirin every night. Unless, of course, there is evidence. Are you questioning my officer's integrity, Mr. Mayor? No, I'm questioning you, Ramirez. I'm questioning your ability to handle this situation. And I'm telling you that if you don't deal with things carefully, I'll do whatever it takes to restore peace. So, I'll make you a deal. If you can manage to do your job for one afternoon, I will draft this statement for your investigation. You keep these protesters away from City Hall. I want every officer you have surrounding this building. I want you to make Fort Knox look like a pillow fort. Do you understand? But if all my officers are here, what about John Mark? Who? John Mark? The guy out there last night. Have you seen the news? Seen the news? I've been dodging them all week, Ramirez. I've barely seen the inside of my own eyelids these past few nights. He's called for a meeting with the protesters tonight out in front of the church. Good. Better there than here. I've just never seen someone able to talk down a crowd like that. I think it would be a good idea to keep an eye on him and what he's saying. Better yet, leave all that mess alone and do your job here at City Hall. But I really think... We're done here, Ramirez. Line up your officers. Do your job. Dispatch, this is... Chief, are you? Officer Shore? I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, uh, no, that's all right. In fact... Is everything all right, Chief? Are we posting up around City Hall again? Yes, but not you. Uh, I need a favor. Yes, sir. Keep it quiet. But I want you and your partner to keep an eye on Founders Park for that John Mark meeting. Just the two of you. Keep your distance and keep your eyes open. Use discretion. Look at all of them. Giving us dirty looks. These people have no respect for what we do. They just see someone in a uniform they can blame for their troubles. They're being anxious, James. You can't blame them for being anxious. It's one thing to be anxious and another to be out for blood. It's like Sarah West said, Collins had a job to do and so do we. You're not seriously still listening to her, are you? Sarah West makes it seem like we make the law. All I'm saying is we're not here to make the laws, we just make sure people are following them. Right. And how are we expected to do that when the people turn hostile? Calling us murderers. You have to instill peace. Instill order to make the people listen. They don't know what's good for them unless we tell them otherwise. Wait, wait. What? Look over there. Is that the guy? What's he saying? Can you hear him? Hardly. 
These people really don't know how to shut up. Guess they like that. Not all of them. What do you mean? Over on the side by the steps, I recognize a lot of those faces from the other night. The back the blue crowd. You actually remember who was who from last night? How are you so good with faces? I like to know who's on our side. Sounds like some of the protesters might remember too. Oh, this should be good. Just you watch. The same kind of people that'll go around yelling all day about police brutality wouldn't hesitate a second to beat in the face of someone they hate. Think we should call the chief? Wait, 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 what's happening? What's he saying? Are they all talking? This is ridiculous. We can't hear a thing. I'm going in. No, James, stop. We can't. We need to know what he's saying. Are you crazy? I don't know how, but he's talking down the crowd, both sides. If we walk right in the middle of that, we just set them all off again. Fine. Have it your way. We'll just stand out here and be useless. Discreet. It's called being discreet. I can't believe it. He's actually got them talking. But how long will that last? Jeez, you're not much of an optimist, are you? I'm a realist, sure. Fewer surprises that way. Is it over? Where's everyone going? Probably another pass at City Hall. Better give them the heads up. Hold on, why don't we ask someone first? How about that guy? Didn't you point him out from last night? Excuse me? Excuse me, sir? Where's everybody going? Where's John Mark? Uh, you guys didn't hear? How could we? Main Street. John Mark. He's leading up everybody over there to clean up the damage, just like he said he would. Really? Yeah, he, uh, he really meant it. Oh, sorry guys, I gotta go. I'm gonna get some supplies from my truck to help clean. Huh. Maybe this John Mark is legit. We'll see. Come on, are you hearing this? You're not even a little bit optimistic? Not if this John Mark is attracting thugs like that creep over there. Who are you pointing at? Black male. Approximately six foot one. By the lamppost. See him? Who is he? I don't know. But I recognize him. He hangs around with that radical Kai Banks guy. Dang, James. You really are good with faces. How'd you even find him in this crowd? I was looking for him. Come on. Let's see what this crowd is really up to. And true to his word, John Mark has delivered. In an incredible show of unity and solidarity, he is now leading and instructing a crowd of volunteers from both sides of Eastwood's recent protests. I'm here with Mr. Thomas Hall, a local shopkeeper and small business owner here on Main Street. Now. Mr. Hall, is it true your shop was damaged in the recent demonstrations? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That one night, I got a call from my security service. Someone smashed in my windows, took a couple of things. It was a mess when I came in next morning. And how did that make you feel about the protests? I mean, I feel bad for what happened and all, but why does that make it okay to smash my windows in? And this led you to go out to the protest last night in support of the police? I did. That's right. I did. I just wanted the violence to stop, you know. The destruction. I didn't get why these people were getting so worked up, you know. 
Then you heard John Mark? Yes, ma'am, looking like a lunatic up on top of that church, waving his arms around with his red flare. Got my attention. And that's why you went out to hear him today? Yeah, yeah, he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. But really, most of what I heard there was from the other people, everybody else that was there. We all kind of talked. He made us talk to each other. He made us listen. And now he's out here helping everybody. It was good. I'm glad I went. So what's changed for you? Do you support the protests? Well, I don't know if I support the protest, but I do support justice for Devon. I think it is terrible what happened to him. Terrible. And I understand why people are upset. I don't want them smashing my windows, but I see why they're upset. So yeah, I support justice for Devon. That's an incredible story. Thank you, Mr. Hall. Even when a situation during the cleanup turned tense, John Mark was there to step in. John Mark, John Mark. Who is this guy? Two individuals, later identified to be Amar Davis, a member of the local Wildcats, and Officer Andrew James of the Eastwood PD, nearly exchanged blows. What? But thanks to the direct intervention of John Mark, oh no, 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 no. Ramirez to dispatch. Ramirez to dispatch. 1025 on Officer James and Shore. City of Eastwood. The wave of newfound support seems to have even reached City Hall, as mere moments ago, Mayor Bigsby released the following statement. After much deliberation, it is my duty to officially announce that the City of Eastwood will be pressing charges against the officer involved in the shooting of Devon Watson. I have heard your cries, your chants, and I have been made aware of your concerns. Everything from the outrage of last week to even the inappropriate actions of an Eastwood officer on Main Street this very afternoon. An officer far from his designated post, in fact. Bigsby. You know me, Eastwood. I believe every officer from cadet to chief has a job to do in this city. And if any officer in this city ever falls short of his responsibility, you have my solemn oath as mayor. I will hold them accountable. Education of John Mark, Episode 2, Who is John Mark, was written by Autumn Edwards and Michael Salas. It was directed, sound designed, and edited by Joshua Williams. Produced by Evan Carrington and Joshua Williams. Starring B.K. Dawson, Christina Connerton, Vio Soriano, Justice Hall, Reed Rosenberg, Jonathan Dowerman, and Trayvon Foster. Additional voices by Benjamin Jones, Najma Brooks, Evan Carrington, Jessica Williams, Matt Smith, Jackie Adonis, Jerry Schultz, Robert Williams, and Joshua Williams. Music by Amber Spill, Dusty Dex, Black Superlative, 
Magnus Ringblum, Lucentian. The John Mark theme was composed by Caleb Childress. The Miseducation of John Mark is a C-Space Media production. of the case. And oh, Ms. Watson, Ms. Watson, can I get a statement from you? What are your thoughts on Officer Collins was Hello, the one everyone. identified to have shot... Thank you for joining me on today. There are a lot of factors, details, and accounts to examine that might make this case more difficult. The outcome may not please everyone, but I can promise you this. Our city will always act in the best interest of our citizens and see that this case has a fair and proper outcome. Mrs. Watson, I'm going to make sure we get justice for your son. Thank you. Now calling the matter of the Commonwealth versus Collins. Please give your undivided attention. Is the prosecution ready? Yes, Your Honor. You may proceed. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm Michelle Williams, Assistant Attorney of the Commonwealth in the city of Eastwood. Today, I'm going to show you beyond reasonable doubt that Officer Brent Collins unjustly killed Devon Watson. You will hear how a traffic stop spiraled into an execution of four bullet holes in the chest. You will see how Devon had no weapons on him, was forcefully pulled from his vehicle, and still, through it all, was nonviolent. You will see how Officer Collins' actions led to an unnecessary death of an innocent man. Thank you. Is the defense ready? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Robert Carr, and today I would like to present to you the facts the realities and dangers of being a police officer in today's hostile environment. I will show you how an officer following protocol had to resort to using lethal force to stop a man from threatening his life. You will see how Officer Collins used his weapon only when he felt threatened and Mr. Watson became hostile. You will see how this was not murder, but simply a tragic accident. Would the prosecution like to call its next witness? Yes, Your Honor. The prosecution calls Sheila Brown. Sheila Brown? Do you solemnly swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Ma'am, what is your name? Sheila Jane Brown. Miss Brown, 
Were you with a man named Devon Watson on the night of July 17th? Yes. He was my boyfriend. What were you doing with him that night? I was in the car with him, and we were driving back to my house. Continue. As I said, we were driving back to my place. We turned down the street, and a police cruiser pulled up right behind us. The car didn't turn their lights on right away, but it followed us for like two blocks. Then they did. Explain what happened next. Devon pulled over, and Officer Collins got out, saying Devon had a busted taillight and demanded his license and registration. Devon started to reach in his pocket for it, and Collins asked him what he was reaching for. They started arguing back and forth with Officer Collins getting more and more aggressive and even threatening Devon. Did Devon have any weapons on him? No. What else happened? Next thing I know, Officer Collins opened the door and yanked Devon out. That's when... Miss Brown? That's when Officer Collins shot Devon four times at point blank. Did anything else happen right before Officer Collins fired his weapon? Devon had his hands up and I could hear him say, don't shoot, don't shoot. Thank you. No further questions. Come on, keep going, keep pushing, harder. All right. Keep up that hard work, little man. Not just in the gym. Don't let no one tell you you ain't worth something, no matter what their skin color is. Hey, Kai. Go on, kid. Did you see what's going on in the news? The court case about Devon and that cop that killed him? Yeah, I saw it, Mar. What's up, Rock? It's happening again. Why does it take so long just to prove what we already know? That the pig is guilty. <laughs> Let me guess. The cop had some weak defense. And he hasn't spoken yet. But yeah, we all know he's guilty. <laughs> Officer Brent Collins. I'm pretty sure he busted one of our guys at some point. Uh, help me with this, Amar. <sighs> when is Eastwood really gonna get it? When are they gonna get theirs? Who knows at this point? That's the way these towns usually are. Yeah, at least we got this place, our rules, our way. No doubt. You know, you know the one thing that's bugging me is that they're gonna use this whole broken taillight joint as a cause for pulling Devon over. You would think everyone would know that it's a cold word for I'm a racist pig because of how many times it's used. Like how many more of us dead is it going to take? Amar. I'm just saying. Like, what's next? Little Michael over there ain't even 15 yet and get shot, and they're gonna use that as an excuse on his life. They gotta go to bed praying that they're not next. And we're making sure we don't let that happen again. But what if it does? What if, what, what if we're not there one day to protect them? I don't want these kids to end up shot in the back like a dog. What do you think we're doing here, huh? You think I don't know we're a wanted species? The Wildcats are giving them the black pride and black power that this world has stripped from them. They're gonna know their rights, how to defend themselves, and know that those who oppose them are the enemy. We're gonna protect ours. I'll make sure of it. Yeah, you right, Kai. <laughs> Man, I just got a little worked up. Yeah, I'll be the same way. And as a matter of fact, 
I think it's time we paid the courthouse a visit. I would like to cross-examine the witness, Your Honor. You may proceed. Miss Brown, you said that Officer Collins and Mr. Watson were arguing back and forth. Did at any point Mr. Watson raise his voice at the officer? Yes, but so did Officer Collins. And what were they arguing about? Tavon felt that Officer Collins was being rude and pulled him over because he was black. So if Mr. Watson was arguing with Officer Collins, would you say he was being compliant with his requests? Officer Collins was being... Was he being compliant with Officer Collins' requests? I mean, no. Devon was defending himself. So Mr. Watson was not being compliant with Officer Collins' requests. He did obey when he reached for his license. You also said that Officer Collins yanked Mr. Watson out of the car? Did at any point Officer Collins ask for Mr. Watson to step out of the vehicle? I saw Officer Collins grab him forcefully. I mean, did Officer Collins ask for Mr. Watson to get out of the vehicle? Yes. And did Mr. Watson comply? Well, no. I mean, he... So then, was Collins just simply making Devon comply with his request? I guess. And you said you saw Officer Collins shoot Mr. Watson right after? Or was there a period of time from when Mr. Watson was out of the car and when he was shot? After Devon was forced out of the car, there was about 30 seconds of confrontation. And from your vantage point in the vehicle, could you audibly and clearly hear everything that was said? Yes. Was there any time where your attention may have been off of Mr. Watson and Officer Collins? I reached down in my purse to get my phone for a few seconds. Was that before or after Mr. Watson was out of the car? After. Is it possible then, that during this time you might have missed what was going on? No! I heard loud and clear that the cop told Devon to get back. And I heard Devon say, don't shoot, don't shoot. And then I saw him shoot Devon. I can't believe they did that to him because I'm numb to him. Watch for my cue. But right before that, did you have a visual of what was happening or was your head down? My head was down for a second. And did Devon have his arms up the whole time? Did Devon have his arms up the whole time? No. Lock all them cops. Lock the murderers up. Justice for Devon. Justice for Devon. Security. Justice for Devon. Justice for Devon. Get off. Black lives have never mattered to this court or to America. We demand justice. We demand justice. 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 And after that little episode, I think it's time we adjourn for the day. Sessions will continue tomorrow promptly at 9 a.m. We're live here at the Eastwood Courthouse where hundreds are gathered outside to react to the trial of Officer Collins. Oh, and there goes our mayor, Mayor Bigsby. Mr. Mayor! Sorry, late for a meeting. Uh, No further questions. Always the bright and shining personality. Get off me, man. Get off me. Oh, and 
Looks like we have Kai Banks kicked out of court. That's hey. right. Kicked out of court for expressing our concerns for this community. Yep. Yep. How many officers have we seen acquitted for murder? I've never seen any of our people get justice in this building. Exactly. And see how the city treats us? There goes our mayor slinking away like a cowardly dog. Where's the justice, Eastwood? <laughs> well, there you have it, Kai Banks. Hey, everyone. You see this behind me? This is our courthouse, a symbol of justice, equality, and freedom for all. But there are people out here to dismantle our democracy and our judicial system because of someone that attacked a police officer? That is insane. That is exactly why we have to stand and back the blue. We can't shed a tear for every criminal that gets shot. What did you say about my son? I'm sorry, who are you? Who do you think I am? I asked you a question. What did you say about my son? Well, what I was saying was that, Devon, your son has a criminal record in his past, and according to reports, You don't know a thing about my son. When he was 17, he got into a fight one day, landed him in jail. He tried to change his life after that. That was 10 years ago. As you sit here with your facts, statistics, and theoretical arguments, my son is dead. Gone. Not even here to defend himself from people like you. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but wouldn't you say it's unfair to throw the officers of this good town under the bus because one man wasn't complying with them? Even if he was... He didn't deserve to end up shot like a wild animal because of a tail light. Ma'am, I'm just... Oh, I know what you're doing. You're just trying to marginalize him into a certain group of people. That's not what I'm trying to do. It sure is. How dare you come up to me and tell me my son's death was somehow his fault. Excuse me. Who are you? I'm, I'm John Mark. I heard about the court case that was happening, and I, I just wanted to express my condolences. Oh. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I guess I'll leave now. That's probably for the best. Thank you for that. No problem. I, I could hear y'all from the bottom of the steps of the courthouse. I just, I just figured I'd intervene. I just wish they'd convict the man. I think it's fair that we want swift justice. But we've made it this far. Don't lose sight of that. We have to build bridges. But they killed my boy. And they think it's okay. And that he deserved to die. I know. I understand. I feel your pain. But true justice and change can only come when a community is united. That's how healing can happen. But they don't want to understand. You saw that firsthand from her. Then we have to help them understand. That's what I'm going to do. I just hope everyone will listen. So sorry I'm late. Busy, busy day. No problem, Mr. Mayor. Uh, we're ready to go. Okay. What's on the agenda for today? 
We're talking about cleaning the fountains in the Founders Park, uh, new sanitation trucks being purchased, and if we're gonna continue funding the Eastwood Heights housing project. Let's go to work. Thank you for listening to The Miseducation of John Mark. Episode 3, The Trial of Officer Collins, was written by Aaron Woods and Joshua Williams. Directed, sound designed, and edited by Joshua Williams. Produced by Evan Carrington and Joshua Williams. Starring Jalen Barnes, Michael Roxy Johnson, Justice Hall, Rebecca Maidabaugh, Alex Iasconi, Adrian Justice, Cameron Peters, Christina Connerton, and Trayvon Foster. Additional voices by Jackie Adonis, Dave Eagleston, Rick Larimore, Jim Stewart, and Heather Remick. Music by Duke Harrington, Dream Cave, John Barzetti, Underscore 91 Nova, Elephant, Bobby Cole, Michael Vignola, and Caleb Childress. The Miseducation of John Mark is a C-Space media production. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review and share it with a friend. Keep up with the production by signing up for our email list at whoisjohnmark.com or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash whoisjohnmark. And again, that was The Miseducation of John Mark, Episodes 1 through 3, The Man on the Ledge, Who is John Mark, and The Trial of Officer Collins, produced by C-Space Media. For more information and episodes, visit whoisjohnmark.com and c-space.media. Thank you to Joshua Williams and the rest of C-Space Media for letting us share this story with you. And don't forget their season finale is releasing on February 28th, so now is the perfect time to get caught up on the rest of the series. And that's it for tonight. We'll be back with more audio dramas next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. As always, you can go to MidnightAudioTheater.com for our past episodes and MAT features. And feel free to email us at MidnightAudioTheater at gmail.com with your questions, comments, and suggestions for stories you'd like to hear on our show. Thanks for joining me for another night of storytelling. I'm Kathy Ranella signing off, but stay tuned. The BBC World News is coming up next.